Good morning and welcome, my friends. It is 8.07. Greg Cassidy in the house as well. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Thank you. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Lots of stuff to talk about. The financial collapse of uh, SVB, this uh, bank in uh, Silicon Valley, and then another one in New York called Signatures Bank. What else is another shoe going to fall later on today? We're all over it. But first, we've got Ocala Police Department Chief Mike Balkin on the line. Uh, Chief, good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing great, uh, Bob. Good morning. Thanks for having me on again. It is our pleasure. Um, Like so many other places, Ocala continues to uh, grow. And uh, with that, Sometimes the uh, the needs and the resources need to grow as well. Tell me about the uh, the possibility of this 24-hour crime center that's going to be opening. Yeah, something we've been kicking around for quite some time and uh, certainly uh, uh, taking place in other jurisdictions around the state. But, uh, yeah, we're, we continue to work through our annual budget process uh, this year, Bob, with hopes of standing up uh, this real-time crime center here at the police department. Uh, hopefully in the in the very near future and and simply put for the listeners this would be basically a state-of-the-art uh, operation center that serves as the department's information hub really the brain uh, and uh, supporting public safety efforts to prevent reduce crime and really provide effective and efficient police services and and, and hopefully ultimately enhance citizen safety uh, as well as that of the officers um, but I think the number one uh, benefit here for these is certainly uh, the real-time sharing of operational intelligence right allowing officers to, to quickly identify and apprehend criminals and giving them the information that they need uh, beforehand as they're going into some of these calls. And, uh, uh, you know, ultimately this serves as a huge multi- uh, force multiplier for, for any agency uh, where our, our crime analysts and our detectives, they'll use uh, advanced uh, uh, software uh, to, for mapping. Uh, they'll integrate various law enforcement tools such as the Live 911, our computer-aided dispatch, uh, AVLs or automated police vehicle locators, closed-circuit television cameras, uh, all of which can provide these officers, these cops, uh, in many cases, to be virtually on scene of these calls for service before, uh, quite frankly, the call can even be dispatched to the officers in the field. So, uh, you know, those analysts will provide situational awareness and critical information to those first responders uh, so that they can allow uh, some planning and coordination uh, prior to getting to the call and and ultimately lead to a a better outcome and handle emergency situations more efficiently, more effectively. So, quite frankly, it's a game changer for us and not only how we prevent crime but but really quickly and more efficiently solve it once it's happened so it's going to be the next step i think for for every law enforcement agency uh, around the country but uh, we're going to uh, push for that uh, as quickly as we can get, I, that, I, get I, that up and running i guess and, and excuse my ignorance on this i mean police are operating 24 hours a day of dispatch operating 24 hours a day so maybe give me an example of how this would work let's say uh well, i don't know a uh uh, a store gets uh, robbed uh, at, at 1 a.m., a liquor store, a convenience store, it gets robbed. And then how does this new operational facility differ from how things had been previously done? So, yeah, let's break it down, right? Uh, the, the call uh, comes, it hits our CAD screen. Uh, the officers are hearing 911 calls uh, in their police cars, right? So they're not waiting on that delay of a dispatcher necessarily to enter that uh, those call notes in the call before it's updated, you know, and sometimes takes minutes before the officer uh, can get that information. And, and, and ultimately, sometimes the officer is on scene before that information is delivered. So what would happen in that case is immediately an analyst is going to pull up a map with all of the uh, closed circuit 
and television cameras that are out there, surveillance cameras, uh, store cameras that we've been authorized to access. That analyst is going to pull those cameras up, start monitoring those cameras. They're going to start running uh, uh, vehicle information of, of potential getaway cars. They're going to be feeding that information to the cop, uh, to the officers prior to. So, you know, this can, this can affect how not only we set up uh, a perimeter to catch bad guys, but how we deploy resources, resources such as canine, SWAT operators, things like that. So this is really putting eyes on the scene as quickly as we possibly can. So if you can imagine, you know, we just toured Orlando PD's uh, real-time crime center. They just, you know, they just solved the homicide uh, quite uh, recently where they got uh, shot, uh, a call of shots fired uh, with a getaway driver leave it in, I think it was a silver Nissan Titan. Uh, they immediately pulled up uh, their, their camera surveillance, captured the, uh, the truck fleeing in the scene, were able to track that using uh, automated license plate readers along with their integrated cameras, and the officers were stopping that vehicle before they ever got to the scene of the shooting, uh, which, which, you know, what that re- results in. That results in us catching the bad guy with the gun, with blood evidence, with, quite frankly, everything we need to, to, to put him away in prison for the rest of his life. So, you know, not only does it, uh, it does speed up the actual apprehension, but think about the, the cost savings just in investigative time that would have taken uh, Orlando PD weeks, potentially months, to solve that crime, and they did it in a matter of minutes. That it now that see that's a great story, and I think that's something we can that helps us to wrap our head around that whole idea. Really sure. uh, turns the clock up in favor uh, of the good guys and solving these crimes. I love it. I love it. So that's great. Now, yes, now we've got spring break. Uh, I guess it, it varies uh, from weeks to weeks depending on what group is actually going uh, and doing spring break. I wouldn't think that Ocala would be a big destination, but maybe I'm wrong. No, I wouldn't call us a, necessarily a destination, but we typically see um, is certainly our, our uh, calls for service uh, definitely spike each and every spring break, and that's certainly attributed to uh, to juvenile crime. So we try to ramp up ramp up our efforts there, um, you know, and track some of these uh, prolific juvenile offenders uh, as, as as much as we can. And, and I don't want to be a naysayer. I certainly hope everyone can get out there and have a great time enjoying all that that Florida has to offer. But you know, I do think it's important to remember that every Every spring break at the end, it kind of leaves us here in, in Florida, north central Florida, uh, with higher crime rates. And, and all too often, I think, these horrific and catastrophic incidents that we see unfolding around our region, not just Ocala, but north central Florida, whether whether that be, you've heard the stories, Bob, whether that's kids falling from balconies on the beach or, you know, horrific traffic crashes or, uh, well, let, let's take the mass fentanyl overdoses we saw last year in Fort Lauderdale with West Point cadets. Um, re- regardless, I just think it's a great time to remind everyone to, to enjoy themselves responsibly. I think our number one fear in law enforcement involves the recreational drug use, uh, quite frankly, at a time when most of the drugs out there seem to contain at least some amount of that deadly fentanyl. So, you know, it's sad to say, but I'm certainly, uh, by the end of the week, uh, we'll hear reports about, you know, kids overdosing here in Florida from uh, um, from this this drug. And I just wanted to make sure that those parents out there hearing this, that they take some time to at least have a serious conversation with their kid about, you know, drug use and the potential consequences. And, you know, it might just save uh, save a life. And uh, uh, But but it, but it's everything, right? It's the traffic crashes that we see, the pool accidents, uh, you name it, uh, we see it right here in Ocala. So, yeah, I think just a general reminder to, to have those conversations early and often and, uh, you know, hopefully uh, prevent some of this from happening. Chief, do you have any uh, uh, agreements with with uh, some of the folks on the coast, I know the sheriff's offices, many of them do, and, they, and they'll actually patrol over there. I know Alachua County does. Uh, do you have any program like that in uh, the city of Ocala? 
Uh, we we do not not specifically. We certainly do uh, as it relates to uh, to large scale events such as uh, hurricanes. You know, we deploy. Uh, it seems like every year, but uh, uh, all too often when the when the state gets hit by a hurricane, we'll deploy. We don't necessarily uh, go over to the beach side uh, uh, during these events right now um, uh, to help out. They seem to have that covered and always have. They do a great job over there, and uh, it's getting busy, man. I was over there surfing yesterday, and it uh, it was crazy busy. So um, yeah, just keep your you know keep your uh, eyes and ears open and uh, pay attention to what's going on real quick last one uh, accreditation where's the process at and are you all through it yeah, we're all wrapped up. Uh, so just a couple weeks ago, we finally uh, wrapped up our accreditation cycle through the Commission for Florida Law Enforcement Accreditation. This was, uh, I'm happy to say, our fifth successful cycle, and that resulted in the Ocala Police Department receiving our uh, Excelsior status. And that's something we've been working towards for the last 15 years under three different chiefs. So very proud. It's a big deal for us. And quite frankly, I think it serves as a great testament to the dedication of the men and women within our department who really, you know, they just strive for excellence each and every day they come to work. And I want to make sure the public knows that well you're doing a great job we appreciate it and uh we back the blue and ocala pd chief uh, uh, mike balkan keep up the good work love you guys bob take care thank you